it come from? What even are they? Stuff and fluff. Rough and tough. It's Muppets and Mind Flayers. Story Podcast. My name's Cameron. I am the dungeon master of this evening. We are playing 5th edition D&D rules. We've got Muppets. We've got Mind Flayers. We've got a lot of D&D stuff. It's D&D 5th edition with Muppets. For some reason, never recorded the first episode of this, but we're jumping in a little ways into an adventure already in progress. The characters will be explained thoroughly. Uh, right now, it's just two characters, played by a man and a woman, Zorzo the Splendiferous, who is kind of like uh, Grover in a lot of ways, but also a little gonzo tossed in there, and he's a druid, and Ranger Granger, who is a ranger, uh, and is also a small bird. Um, think like big bird, but shrunk down real tiny, um, and just real silly looking. Um, <laughs> they are accompanied by some familiars um, or animal companions in certain cases, since they're both nature focused. Uh, so they've got some friends along with them who are non-player characters. At the start of this adventure, they have recently fled a monastery that was burned to the ground. Uh, they woke up in with a case of amnesia and largely unaware of who they are or what they are apart from their names. Whoever burned down the monastery and killed all the monks, it was a group of riders. They saw them from a distance. They appeared to have shaggy pelts. Um, and just before they fled the monastery, they saw the Monsignor uh, get stabbed to death by an unseen hand wielding a knife. So now they're on the lamb, trying to wander through the wilderness until they find some kind of civilization or hopefully just evade the enemies who appear to be out in the grasslands. To find some kind of shelter, they have fled into an ancient forest, and they are currently wandering through that forest. Let's join them now, shall we? As they try to figure out what they need for their spells. I feel like I need a shopping list. I need a piece of cork, short reed, or piece of straw. Yeah, what? How does that grass, sure work, How does that work, though? What do you mean? Like these things that we need for any of these spells. Yeah, like collect we... the material components. You may find a shop. You may uh, ask people where you can find some of these material elements. Um, you guys left off. You have just entered a forest. Mm -hmm. So um, presumably that's where you'll be picking what up. What did I about, about tree bears? The what tree about bears? tree beard? What were the things that... 
See, you got to give me a recap, dude, because I don't remember hardly anything from that game. I remember talking to my geese like a crazy person. <laughs> yes. And that's the majority of what I remember. You guys have some lost memories that you're operating with right now. So you don't have like a full deck of your experiences or your like traits and motivations and that kind of thing. And I, I'd like you guys to think a little bit about that. Traits, flaws, that, that kind of thing can be really, really useful in D&D uh, 5th edition. We're going to think a little bit about that because my thought was that your memories are slowly coming back as you're building your backstory. Okay, and I've already got a bunch of that written down too. Good. Just for... But there's some kind of event that's like a black space between your backstory and the present. Okay. But to briefly recap, you guys uh, woke up in a monastery. Um, you were being treated for a variety of different wounds. You were in the equivalent of hospital beds. You woke up, you are Muppets. Uh, not that you weren't before, but you are Muppets. Uh, that would be weird, though. Pardon? That'd be weird, though. Like, if we had been other creatures and they couldn't save our bodies <laughs> and they turned us Muppets. into Muppets. Fieroism. Mm. What? Wicked. Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, is that a thing in that? Fiero well, becomes the scarecrow. scarecrow yeah. They're beating him to death, and to save him, she, she casts a spell that he will not be able to break. His bones will never break, and his. They're doing all harm to basically. It's lyrics. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I'm sorry that I'm just like facing you guys dead on, but I might just be doing. You know the story I of mean, the Tin Man. Be weird if you're facing that way. It was an enchanted. It was an enchanted axe that was that was cutting off his limbs, and so. A magic spell was granted to him from the Wicked Witch of the East to heal him, but it didn't heal him. It turned him into a tin man with no heart. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Oslore, my specialty. It is, yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys introduce your characters? My character's name is Ranger Granger. I am a small bird with a pet snuffleupagus named Noodles. And you're purple with teal feathers. Yes. Yeah. You got like a little teal plume, right? Correct. Corey, if you could introduce your character. Yes, my character goes by the honorific of Zorzo the Splendiferous. Uh, he is a druid with a hermit background. He adheres to the hand of the monster and is a chaotic a good character. Yeah, and the geese. He's got geese familiars. Yeah, yeah, you've got like a Greek chorus of geese that are following you That's around. That's the perfect way to describe them. Cam. Yeah. Uh, I'm using your words. Thank here, you. So. No, I appreciate that. I have a walnut in holdings. Oh. I'm not sure why. But it could be important. But I got me one. Should I keep that in mind? That was an important part of your uh, journey, in a sense. You were. I picked up a nut. I was trying to make a sacrifice. A nut. Uh huh. Yes. I was going to make a sacrifice to the forest. I do remember that part of the game. Yeah, and you I were like talking something else. I thought else. you planted. I planted something else. Did you? Yeah. Do well, you remember? Lizzie was directly communicating. Well, okay. Ranger Granger was directly communicating with squirrels in a pursuit of nuts. I can communicate with plants, too. I can, too, in my thingy. You guys are, are a decidedly nature-focused group. <laughs> um, and uh, you don't have a whole lot in the way of, like, healing abilities or anything so i think if there was going to be a third member of the group if we're yeah. ever recruiting a third person we need to get clara hey, on this team I, I got the good berries yo it's true 
I had one healing. <laughs> you do. Don't you forget that. Sing, it on yeah, these good berries are not augmented by any kind of. Not uh, yet. <laughs> fountain of Youth potion. You are still in that same. Universe. Oh, buddy, I am uh, well aware. I'm. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad of that. You guys also have maps of the surrounding area, which we will uh, include with this episode's show notes. Wait, what, what does um, that mean? I found there are a couple of healing spells in mind, too. I, it's going to take me a while to get them all in my brain, though, oh, to yeah. the point where this I can is, just access them. My memory is not them. big enough to hold all this. We're operating with D&D 5th edition cards. Um, so we'll be using spell cards uh, rather than traditional spell slots because it's easier for me. It's easier for everybody else. I gotta see what they want. And uh, it'll limit the amount of uh, of like fuckery with a, a list of uh, shit. I don't know. That's a lot of swearing in a couple sentences, but uh, hopefully Sam doesn't listen to this episode. This will presumably be going out on our what? She'd be so offended. Honestly, she's she was like our biggest proponent of not swearing on the podcast. Oh, and she swears more than any of us. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, we may be calling Sam at some point. Oh, that's not uh, something you made games. up. Yeah. No, good berries are real thing, you. So we've got a lot of oh, the same spells, I bet. Some different ones. Yeah, there's ones, some overlapping. So we have a couple different Muppet characters: Zorzo, um, who is green oh, with googly eyes. Zorzo the Splendiferous? That's correct. Okay. He is a uh, he is a druid who does actual magic, but his um, his uh, profession, other than being a hermit, like the only profession he really does is he has a a, a compulsion for fake magic, like a, a, yeah, like, a like a magician. So yeah. he he's always like pulling cards out of places and rubber chickens and you know that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. It's very appropriate. Yeah. You got Zorzo the Splendiferous and Ranger Granger. There's a Ranger and there's a Druid. It's a team made in heaven. I have very cinematic memories now of the end of our last encounter and yeah. us like hiding so many feet away from it as it's yes. burning down and the people coming in, riding mm-hmm. in and riding and away again. The forest right after that. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was the end yeah. last time, right? That that was a very yeah, it very was cinematic. meant to be very cinematic. So what what happened was they uh, they rushed you out as quickly as possible. Uh-huh. They were trying to get you out of the monastery the minute that you guys were well enough to move. Um, you guys had the snuffleupagus noodles um, who you could easily ride out of there if you needed to um, and hightail it um, all your geese and everything flying in the, in conjunction but just as you were about to leave the sanctuary in the monastery had a strange occurrence in which the monsignor the leader of the monastery was murdered in cold blood by a spectral hand the spectral hand slew the Monsignor, who you guys had gotten to know fairly well, and uh, mm-hmm. shortly after, the entire monastery grounds was attacked by a, uh, a horde of Githyanki and Jianshi. The Githyanki are a warrior species, well known to D&D. Um, if you guys want to take a look at any like monster information on those, you've got kind of a, a bad look at them. You, you didn't see them very clearly. The Jianshi are much more like Wookiees, um, but they actually belong to the same species. They're like a hairy vers- version of the Githyanki. Okay. Like you guys... Bigfoot. Pardon? Like Bigfoot. Yeah, kind of... Yeah, very much. Like a like a very shaggy Bigfoot. 
Um, or are that, they that lanky like, like Chewbacca? Bone armor and bone weapons. What? Or, I mean, are they bulkier like you think of Bigfoot being, or are they uh, more slender more like slender, you think of? Like, 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 like Chewbacca. Like okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 like Wookies, but their their faces are uh, more humanoid, which is creepy. You started making for the south. On your map, you were heading kind of toward Carcassonne and uh, the Lake Holly, and you found a forest in which there were some talking trees, and you communicated with some squirrels, found some nuts, and engaged in some riddles. You notice that there's a lot of uh, forest ambiance. You can hear the birds twittering in the in the leaves of the trees. There are a uh, as you press deeper into the woods, you notice that a lot of the trees are less ash and elm, which was kind of standard when you first entered, and there's less talking trees. The trees have turned decidedly uh, very slender. Uh, they almost look like uh, weeds that turned into trees. Though they, they end at their very top with kind of these very top-heavy Christmas tree kind of shapes. But they, they kind of look like ferns. They look very primordial. I just remembered that I'm narcoleptic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love it. So I'm going to turn action over to you guys. Um, you can let me know what you'd like to do. We're in the forest now? Yeah, yes. But weren't we heading somewhere specific, or were we just getting away in the forest? And like the we were just getting into the... Uh, no, I was place. like, to the forest! And then, <laughs> and then we ran into the yeah. forest. You guys were given maps... Um, Corey, if you could share... Yeah, and we went... Technically, after the other people left from the monastery, we went the other direction, right? They were they were leaving the monastery in a direction other than the direction we went. Yes. I think, yeah. Yes. So I pictured it wide. Okay. You hear a lot of birds overhead in the canopy. It's a very high-up canopy. Some of these trees uh, range to, like, 30 feet in height. While we're... I don't know. I'm still working on the voice. We'll get the voice. Will get there by the end of today. I think I will be able to get it there, but I'm not 100 percent yet. Yeah. <clears throat> we should probably take this time to look around. Indeed, I need twigs and grasshopper legs. That should probably definitely be around. And I have a you whole leaves. list. You. 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 Not you, but you. What would you like to do? Says the voice in the sky. <laughs> Says the voice in the sky. <laughs> Are you saying that to the geese around you? Always. <laughs> See, I, I've got to. I've got to figure out a way to vocalize how I'm doing that too. Could you roll to see if you fall asleep? <laughs> yeah. Can you get a roll of d twenty? The dice tray is next to you. Twenty. Yes. So you're rolling against falling asleep right now, so you do pass out. Fortunately, you're on the back of noodles, so it doesn't make a huge <laughs> difference, uh, but you quickly find yourself snoozing. 
I'm not surprised. I'm gonna leave those out. We'll do periodic narcolepsy checks just throughout this game to see whether or not he falls asleep. Are you currently searching for some of those material components for your ranger spells? Yes, I need to be gathering sharp thorns or small twigs in groups of seven, like as in small bags are the pre-counted. Okay. Hind legs of grasshoppers, yew leaves, sprig of mistletoe, pinch of dirt, and handful of oak bark. I also need to add a forked twig and a sprig of spruce. <laughs> now, there there are no spruce trees in this area. So th this particular forest probably won't be able to find that sprig of spruce. So far. So far. Mistletoe you? Uh, none yet. None yet. There's a, there's a tree that you do not recognize so far. Okay. There's a lot of it. The deeper you go, the more you see more of this. It's a very archaic looking tree. Okay, so we're going to do an ability check in this context. Okay. I'm going to say that this is just wisdom and intelligence. Alrighty. We're going to see how wise and intelligent you are at gathering some of these material components. I need dirt, which I feel like I should get. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. If, if you're failing to get these two things, there, there might be a problem. <laughs> Also, would there be any reeds around? No. I don't think so, because no. Yeah, you, you'd have more luck locating reeds but at the banks water, of yeah. uh, estuaries or something like that, yeah. Do I have any hope of finding diamond dust? Not in this location, though. Or feathers from an exotic bird, or any of the birds considered exotic. Depends on what you mean by exotic. You haven't really flown up to I don't, look at any of these birds yet. It doesn't really specify. I just need Honestly, a feather of an exotic bird. If I'm not from fine. around here, I mean, can I be exotic to myself? Is it just like in reference to the person? I, I think exotic in this context might honestly mean tropical of some kind, but... But that's not what it says. <laughs> Fair enough. Exotic is as exotic does. You, you very well may be an exotic bird in this situation. Okay, so what am I rolling? Her I'm character is a bird for the, for the listeners at home. Everyone here is an exotic creature, aren't they? Because we were all brought from a different plane. That's true. Yes, everything in this world, aside from perhaps the most menial of animals, was imported to this, to this planar region. So what am I rolling? So in this, we're going to roll a d20. Seven and a 15. 14 twigs. And you do find one that has a fork in it. And you, you, you grab some handfuls of dirt, but you do have a, a knapsack that you could okay. essentially just throw some dirt into, I suppose. Sorzo, you wake up. What the what the hell is going on here? You've barely moved, Eddie. Hello. How's it going? How long was I out? Uh, not too long. I just gathered some twigs and dirt. Yes! Gathering things. We must gather things. I got stuff to gather. Ooh, what do you need? Uh, mistletoe and shamrock leaf and a club of quarterstaff and gum arabic and lodestones and thorny plants and grasshoppers and dirt. Ah, oh, I've got enough grasshoppers. There's yeah. definitely not mistletoe. Yeah, oh, mistletoe. Zorzo and yes. Ranger, why don't you both roll a d20? Grasshopper um, leaf. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do some grasshopper hunting. Yes. Papa. Ah. Eleven. That's too simple. 
not, it's gotta be on a... 12. Yeah, it needs to be on a flat yeah. surface. Yeah. There we go. Say my numbers count, 11, 12. People like hearing dice rolls in these kind of podcasts. Well, good, and they can hear an actual roll instead yeah. of a drop. There we go. Ooh, 18. Yeah. 18, very nice. You stumble upon an absurd amount of crickets. Grasshoppers or crickets? We need grasshoppers. Grasshoppers, I, I suppose, is what you were looking for. That yeah, is what I Yeah, you, you hunted through some of the taller grasses, and you came across 18 crickets. Um, grasshoppers. Grasshoppers. <coughs> Sorry. I don't know the difference between a grasshopper and a cricket, apparently. That's what we're discovering. I do the classic Muppet arms, like this. Yeah. Uh, For the audience at home, uh, he's flailing his arms back and forth. Above his head. Above my head. Above actual his head. Muppets that we're working with. Uh, that's my plan, at least. And then I immediately start grabbing as many grasshoppers as I possibly can. This transpires. You find an absurd amount of grasshoppers, and you can share them or hoard them. How many is an absurd number? 18. Okay. You need some grasshoppers? I just assumed we each got 18, since we both rolled. No. No, we're sharing. What was your roll? 12 was the higher of the two. What's your intelligence again? It's like 7, right? Yes. Okay. I can really make myself smarter than that. (laughs) Well, you'll, you'll have points to spend in the future. You find seven grasshoppers. Is there dirt? There's, there's dirt all around you. I'm going to say that's an at-will action. There's quite a bit of dirt. There's quite a bit of pine needles. So, just as a druid, just yes. in general, I would have pockets in my cloak, right? I am a druid, and I have pockets in my cloak. How you many different pockets does that knapsack have? by the monks. It's just one big bag. One big sack. Yeah. What about oak bark? And it seems to I'm be... I'm looking for oak bark, too! <laughs> She's looking for oak bark. <laughs> the geese are kind of, like, nodding to each other. <laughs> so they're, they're very clued into what's happening. They pat me, too. Every time I do it, they, they all reach up with a wing and kind of pat on me. <laughs> we love each other. That's now, cute. there are no oak trees in this forest okay. to, the, to the best Impressive. of your... This is, uh, honestly, the lack of biodiversity in this forest was one of the few things I planned out. And it's really playing uh, very important to the, the story so far. So we're rolling to try and find these things? Yes. Can I roll to some find some things, other things? Some things are obvious that they aren't present. Can you give me a definition of what several things are? What is a lodestone? I mean, I, I know, like, the definite... I know the term lodestone, but, like, is that... What what does that mean as in a... Like, the, I have a spell in that the requires context, two lodestones. In the context of D&D, let's, let's, let's get this firmly defined. Because I don't think it's what Mike Pence is talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> you also I'm, need to look for an exotic feather. Does mine definitely count? You have heard the sound of... An absurd amount of birds yeah. overhead. It sounds like a lot of them are being very territorial, and they're they're talking over each other to a point that you can't discern what any of them are saying. But they are kind of foreign-sounding bird songs. 
I'm I'm going to say that you do have exotic feathers. Okay. Well, I need to okay. According to D and D Beyond, the small gray stone fits in the palm of a hand and has five charges. While ho- holding the lodestone, may you may use an action to expend one charge to cast detect magic or two charges to cast locate object, without requiring material components. The item regains one d four expended charges daily at dawn. If you expend the last roll, 1d20 on a roll of 1, the lodestone ceases to function, becoming a hunk of useless rock. <laughs> so it is a per- it is a magical object. It's something you, you might have to locate, or perhaps barter, or buy. I only need it for mending. Yeah. But mending comes with us, right? It's a cantrip, but it does require the material object. In ideal circumstances, you would have that already prepped and ready to go. Uh-huh. But, so we can't do mending? No. Not without said material component. Roll a d10. Through your druidic knowledge, you intuit that there probably aren't any acacia plants nearby. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Just as a biome, this area seems very void of plants other than these trees. Though you do hear the faint sound of some distant running water as you proceed through this forest, which seems a lot bigger than it looked from the outside. The deeper you get in, the bigger this forest seems to be. So we need to probably collect water and I need to look for reeds. And oak! And oak. Also, the light is beginning to fade and night is beginning to fall very slowly. Um, the sun is setting. And the sky is turning purple. Ooh. Pretty. So far, no oak trees either. It seems as though this uh, particular plant has dominated this area and has kind of a stranglehold on the soil. And it's some weird tree that we don't know what it is. Yes. I would like to look for thorny plants. We're specifically going to be basing this on your intelligence. Which is high. Yeah. At 12. Fifteen. Fifteen. And I want to roll for reeds. What were you searching for again? Thorny, thorny plants. Yeah, you, you do locate some thorny plants. Specifically, you, you locate a rose bush that seems tucked away in an absurd place, as though tended by something. As soon as I see it, I start running towards it with my arms flailing over my head. There's a strange eminence that seems to be glowing from this area, and the flowers are slowly popping away, but the plants are remaining. They're, they're kind of popping into themselves. I cast Detect Magic for the duration. I sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me. If I sense magic in this way, I can use my action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And I learn its school of magic, if any. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, one thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Duration is up to ten minutes. We're going to do a wisdom check. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. You do sense an aura all around. It's an archaic, arcane or aura. So old it's magic. Very old. Uh-huh. Um, old in a beginning of the universe kind of old. Or at least beginning of this planar realm. There <clears throat> is a bizarre 
garden quality to the place that you've just walked into. And it's and some old so stones that are pressed into the dirt. And the magic is radiating specifically from from where? From all of the plants that are within this little circle within the trees. I do not enter said space, but I take my walnut and I bury it in the ground outside of said circle. And then I turn around and address the forest thus. Hey, just need some thorny stuff. Anybody, uh, is, is, this, is this your garden? Hello? Geese cackle. Where noise. once there was a cacophony of birds, the forest goes silent. You hear a distant wind that's kind of rustling some of the upper branches of the canopy. And there's, there's a slow rushing sound that's kind of starting to blow into uh, this near vicinity. Was the magic coming specifically from the plant or were any of the rocks? All of the, that they were... the This entire uh, that might be circle a good place of plants. For your stone. This... Oh, you stone? Yeah. I don't know if there's a way to identify it, but... Yeah, but there's a thing about taking stuff that's not yours, and sure. this looks like it belongs to somebody. But if somebody comes along, maybe like... Oh, yeah. No, I want to talk to anybody who's attached to this place. So I stand my ground and wait, and keep looking at the garden, and all around it. As you're looking at the garden, you notice that there is a very old-looking tree that's just a little ways beyond in a, in a little thicket of more thorny plants that aren't illuminated with the same aura, but there's a very large tree that it looks like its roots are exposed and almost dangling and like touching the ground, but not under mm. the ground at all. All the roots are above ground. Yes, and it has an almost eerily similar set of branches and limbs that, that reach up that also look like roots that are stretching up into the air. And its gnarled visage is, is very strange. Ha ha! So I'd like to speak with, cast speak with plants. So it has a 30 foot radius. It lasts one, or it's one action. It lasts 10 minutes. We can question plants about events in the spells area within the past day, gain information about creatures that have passed weather and other circumstances. Are you, yeah. Are you going to communicate with a specific plant? I mean, mostly interested in what the tree whose roots are in the ground has to say, but 30 foot radius if someone else has something else to add. You might have to walk a little bit closer. To okay. It. It's a little bit off in the distance, but eerie enough and kind of illuminated by the aura of the other plants that you can see it very clearly. It is the Perhaps the origin point of some of this magic. I'd like to do my little bird bow too as I walk up to it. Okay. I need you guys to roll a very specific kind of roll now. Uh, I'm going to do sanity checks. Mm -hmm. So each of you need to roll a d20 two times. Two times. 15. 3. Five and six. What are both of your constitutions? Fifteen. Ten, Ten and fifteen? 
What were your rolls again? Five and six. Five and six. Zorzo, you lose your mind. Mm-hmm. You go stark raving mad in a, in a way that you haven't experienced yet in this life. And you find yourself unable to come to grips with what you're seeing unfolding. Uh, the tree seems to be glowing in a like black, red, blue, white eminence that's like all around its fringes. You wonder what you ate. Uh, you, you feel as though you're hallucinating and that there's a face that's opening and then closing and then spreading open and open and open again and again. And you, you think you're seeing like the beginning of the universe. Uh, physically, I stand there uh, in that slack jaw position that puppets get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Making absolutely no sound and just staring at it blankly with my googly eyes. Ranger Granger, you do manage to maintain uh, some semblance of a grip of sanity, though you have a keen sense that the language that may be being uttered to you is beyond your comprehension. Would you like to try to communicate with this thing now that you've uh, cast your spell? Hello, guardian of the forest, member of the forest. I would like to inquire about where you live and who you are and the nature of this plant here. Of which plant? The rose bush that seems to be magical. Of my garden. Yes, please. I am the lord of this forest. I am the lord of the forest. My children are coming. You will be a great feast for them. Uh, you, you see that some of the rose bushes are kind of like uprooting and you see these strange kind of quasi pineapple shapes erupting out of the soil. They, they are kind of flanked by these uh, little pockets of uh, what, what look like gas that's like erupting out of their uh, out of their like side jowls. Zorzo, you, you, your mind is still utterly lost, but you do see this happening and it's uh, deeply terrifying in a, in a way that you need to resist running away or falling asleep. So we're going to resist both of those actions now. You have an opportunity to resist this before the potential for conflict erupts. Uh-huh. Um, if you would, if you could please roll some dice for me. Yeah, what do you need? I need a d20, and uh, I could also use a d6 in accompaniment with two d20 rolls. 18... 17, and what's the other one? A d6? Six. Which is the square one? Uh-huh. Uh, a one. Okay. Yeah, you, you do manage to evade uh, both situations. Uh, you, you are still Slack craving jaw. mad. Slackjaw. <laughs> uh, you're not necessarily frozen, but, but you do have uh, part of your mental <clears throat> faculties. If I could drool, I would be drooling. <laughs> Do yeah. we have any weapons? I have weapons written down for my character. So you have a bow and arrow. That's what I thought I remembered, but then I didn't see it. I don't have anything written down. Zorzo has a staff. Oh, maybe I just Oh, I've one. got a staff. Never mind. Yeah, you have I a do see staff. It. Two short swords and a long bow. Yep. And four pennies. What? And four pennies. Four pennies, yeah. You can Maybe see that these creatures are beginning to flank you from both sides, emerging from the forest. So I can't take an action. 
No, you can. You'll have to resist your own madness. Can I cast a fog cloud? Your character cloud? has some deep, deep, um, like, you've got, like, multiple layers of things you have to resist now. Can I do a fog cloud? 20-foot radius sphere Absolutely. fog? It increases by 20 feet for each level, so presumably you can cast it up to 60 feet, which closes the dif- distance between you and this arcane tree. Can I do that in Can I go do jump for noodles and me and try to persuade his geese to carry him to safety? <laughs> Just bound so, over them. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this actually brings me to the next thing that I was looking up, thinking that this might happen, so. If it doesn't work, I've got a couple options here, I think. Because I didn't want you to have to struggle. You guys are going to attempt jumping. Mm -hmm. Noodles, just swing him up with his trunk and try to jump with us. Noodles, can you carry three of us in a big jump? Yeah, Ranger. Thanks, Noodles. You're a pal. No problem. He tries to... He tries to fist bump you with his, uh, his trunk, yeah. Get him with my foot. Yeah. Does he have the big droopy snuffle up against eyelashes? Yeah, Because those got are two. my favorite. Mm-hmm. And like the purple eyelids? I love it. I love it. Snuffy was always my favorite. Right. Mm-hmm. He and Big Bird's relationship made me happy. Mm-hmm. Lizzie, I need you to roll 2d20 for me. Okay. What's your strength? My strength... Is eleven. Six Noodles Nineteen. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, so you you jump and leap over and kind of glide a bit through the air. I know. They have little ears. I was picturing like Dumbo for a second, but that's not a snuffle. And you, you you see as you're passing over this like horde of little like pineapple creatures with rose bushes coming out of their heads. Uh, and some of them have stones coming out of their heads, and some of the trees are even uprooting. Huh. Uh, you, you can see that the uh, that they all have these red glowing eyes and like moths of uh, thorns that are uh, starting to emerge from the from the dirt um, and kind of like flapping moths. Does she already take me? Yeah, you're yeah. noodles. Do, yeah. Am I... Noodles is trampling over some of these things as it as it leaps because its jump ability isn't huge. Yeah. But has he got sheer force? Where, how's he carrying me? You. In his trunk? Uh, no, he he has his like trunk kind of like keeping you in place, almost like a safety belt. On his back, though. Yeah. Was I still insane when he picked me up? Yes, you're still insane now. But uh, but your madness is not going anywhere anytime soon. Could do I don't have the opportunity to make an action in the time right before I get picked up. Uh, you you can try to make an action. You will need to try to resist your own madness. I'm okay with that. Okay, please. Is it a twenty? Are you still being picked up? In the order of I'm, events. Yes, I'm. Yes, yeah, because that worked. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying in that like a like a saving throw or something i i want to try and take just that one action before it happens okay uh i'll allow it so the d20 is that what you said yeah what i need to know what this action is 15 i wanted to try and just reach out and and grab a hold of the of the part of the rose bush and 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 try and get just a little bit because i was right outside the circle i rolled a 15 okay 
it, in a in a table situation, if I were laying this out in a table, if you had rolled at twenty, uh-huh. you would have pulled an entire creature with you, uh-huh. and it would have been like chittering at you. But in this context, since you only rolled a fifteen, which is still a like passing score in this difficulty, you do manage to snag a whole uh, bit of it. But as it's quite thorny, um, you 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 do feel uh, like a sharp pain. Could you also roll another d twenty? What's our blood like? Ten. Isn't it weird? Yeah, so you're unable to resist your own madness in this situation, so you just start, like, thrashing around wildly, and uh, you you start gibbering in a uh, uh, strange language that you don't recognize. Okay, okay. I'm pimping you out to do this. But... <laughs> Giggly bob bobbly boog boogly bob bop bop Who we what? Does he keep hold of the plant, or does he, does he drop it? Pardon? Oh, Since no, you're I've flailing, got it. okay, it's you flailing, got it. flailing, but I've got some thorny yeah, shit in my hand as I'm flailing. His, he's, his hand is bleeding. Um, mm-hmm. and no, it's not bleeding yarn. It's, it's, it's colorful and glittery. I don't know that I agree with that. <laughs> I'm just saying, in the... okay. So I am a Muppet, sir. In, in the Reddit user's page, it, it specifically had details about how uh, the... The characters did bleed. So. No, it says colorful and glittery right here. Does it say colorful? I'm and Muppet glittery? born. Yeah, that's the second okay, sentence yeah, on the yeah, whole you're, paper. You're trailing Third colorful, sentence. glittery blood Pardon. everywhere. My blood may be colorful and glittery, but I bleed nonetheless. Very good, thank you. People have long struggled to be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know that I agree that it's a wet substance. It doesn't say what. It doesn't it says say that it's a wet substance. And it's so glittery. In my mind, I'm thinking of more like spaghetti yarn strands. I was picturing like a confetti cannon. I like the idea of both. I would like to briefly pause to credit BJ Hypes, user BJ Hypes on Reddit, who created the Muppet Born race as a concept without whom this entire campaign would not exist. We thank you for your wonderful page on this particular D&D race, and uh, we're going to use it, so... Bless you, sir. Yeah. So we're flying? No. No, just a long jump. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys just jumped out of the throng, uh, but just a casual glance behind you, uh, you would see a, a massive horde of small pineapple creatures. They Aww. look particularly randy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there also the Lord of the Forest is among them and floating toward you with uh, floating. its its roots extending that? both upward and downward. Yes. Yes. Um floating and you got dirt. wafting I got dirt. in the wind. I'm still insane though. How right? high off the ground is he? Quite a bit. He's he's extended far higher up off the ground. He seems to be raising up little by little until uh, its roots are starting to entangle even the moon in the sky. Okay, we're gonna use it. It looks very much like Earth's moon. Pinch of dirt and cast long strider. And this again, we're real... both, since we're both still on noodles, Please. I cast it on noodles. Mm-hmm. So casting long strider on your mount with a pinch of dirt, yes. she touches a creature and its speed increases by 10 feet. Noodles, I loosely based on an elephant. Elephant's mm-hmm. base speed is 40, so it increases to 50. You're well outpacing any of these creatures. 
However, the various trees of the forest themselves are beginning to rise up and manifest a malice toward uh, you, the interlopers. A horde of geese, <laughs> Zorzo the Splendiferous, Ranger Granger, and uh, all of you aboard Noodles, <laughs> the Snephalophagus elephant like creature. Gip Gomp. <laughs> It, it tramples a few um, unsuspecting creatures on, in its path. Uh, that should help you out, right? The turn does return to Zorzo, though you guys are currently in a chase. So you're currently being chased by a bunch of creatures. Are you heading in a particular direction? Would you like to use your ranger abilities Maybe. to determine what direction you're heading? Uh, toward the city? Just the quickest way out of the forest? Okay. Kind of northwest. So you could run a good distance ahead and like potentially stop, cast a spell, or something like that. You can do it three times in this given chase. This is kind of similar to combat. It's an entirely different kind of situation, though. You're in a chase. Am I capable of doing that at this moment? Gimbal wave? Uh, you'd have to resist your own insane. I'm going Lewis Carroll now, by the way. It's all going to be from the Jabberwocky. You may end up running in the opposite direction. I'm going to say that madness afflicts you in much the same way that earthbound being attacked by a mushroom creature makes you head in the wrong direction. I could also shoot attacks from where I am on his back, though, right? Maybe yes, we you need can. diamond dust. Oh, diamond dust. Yeah. Can't even find a freaking oak, oak tree. tree. Yeah. Now, you guys are at a severe advantage in this particular chase because you're being led by a ranger. If you guys did not have a ranger at the lead of your party, you would not be in as good of a situation. I cast mirror image. So you have three illusory duplicates that are also riding on the back of the creature with you? Wait, what? It won't, it won't, it won't be me and whatever I'm touching? It will just be me? Because if it's me, then they'd be riding invisible snuffies on either side of me. And there'd just be no snuffy and there'd be a Muppet like this going through I the forest. I think that's what would happen in this context. But they appear in your space. What do you mean they appear in my space? So, um, if we were playing with a board, which we traditionally do not play with because I think they're lame. Take that, D&D players. Uh, if we were playing with, with a board it would it would show like your space uh -huh. you have like two more that are in your same little hexagonal space right now there's like a plethora of hexagons that are passing behind you and a bunch of trees that are kind of like making it difficult for the uh creature that you're riding to uh to quickly evade from this situation okay then give me that back okay. and take that one instead there's no no you can cast that. Well, I, there is a better time to cast it is what I'm assuming at this moment, and not when I'm on the back of a snuffy. <laughs> Will that affect me and anything I'm touching? No, it only applies to the self. If you'll take a look at the range, self. They'll specifically say whether or not they affect the thing that you're touching. So if it's touch, then it means. But we're we're gonna say that mirror is applied. So there are mirror versions of yourself just just since we we said that already we're, we're gonna say that you cast mirror image that's so fine I mean, a, it doesn't affect like the space on snuffy the right like they're back. not are they corporeal no they're, they're non-corporeal okay yeah 
So there's there's three additional Zorzo the Splendiferouses yeah. that are they're just floating midair around you, uh, also with their mouths agape, um, stunned, shocked, uh, looking around. Could you roll a d20, please? Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, you you thoroughly resist your madness for a moment. Your mouth clamps shut, and uh, Lizzie in. Uh, Ranger Granger, in the time that, that he's had his mouth open, you've repeatedly heard him say, And the strong shall devour the meek's reward. Uh, quite a bit, actually. Yeah, he, he's been saying that a lot. Sometimes in a variety of different languages. And as you guys are fleeing, uh, you suddenly... Uh, find yourself at the stream that you heard. It's a very narrow stream. There's not a whole lot to it, but you see there's a lot of debris from trees that are flowing in it. It's uh, it's such that um, you might have to disembark and leave your mount through the stream. Okay. I'm a little afraid of crossing water, okay? It's okay. I'll hold your trunk. That's fine. Those things are coming, though. I'm scared. Before I dismount, though, can I place my hand on Zorzo and cast Lesser Restoration to try to be rid of his madness? Yeah, do you mind if I read? Mm -hmm. Please roll a d10. We're just going to do a quick check. Very likely you'll be able to pass this. We're looking for a three or higher. Do you have the d10? Just missing it. I don't have a 10 in there? No. I did earlier, didn't I? That's that one. This one? Mm-hmm. That's the one. Four. Nice, yeah. You do successfully rid him of his insanity. Aww, yay! Zorzo, roll a check to see if he falls asleep. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I've been waiting. Just, like, your body... Fourteen. Yeah, your, your brain quickly <sighs> realizes, oh, it's time to put this guy to sleep. Yeah, yeah, you, you pass out. Wait, a 14 makes me pass out? Yeah. A 14 isn't resisting? Well... What do I have to roll to resist? I think it was a 15 or higher. Oh, okie doke. That's fine. I'll take that. I just didn't know what it was. Well, I mean, uh, we never really set up your narcolepsy. No, we didn't. Let's do something a little bit more. So, like, you've got a three-fourths chance of evading sleep. Uh, I I think that's a bit more reasonable. Um, So, if, if you can get a six or higher... Mm-hmm. Then you successfully evade falling asleep. I think on that's a, on fair. a which one? On a D twenty. Which, uh, if I get a six or higher on a D twenty, yeah, I you, stay awake. We're, we're gonna let that fifteen stand. You you okay. manage to evade sleep, and thanks to your ranger friend, you are now cured of your insanity from seeing an eldritch horror from the the dawn of this world. Thanks as yet. soon as I am clear, then I cast fog cloud behind us. At a, at a point behind us where they are between us and them so that it does not extend past us. Now, a fog cloud has... Well, fog has already been cast. By her? Yeah, yes. before we jumped. Oh, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Now, Sorry, we, you were being... We, we've already surpassed that, that distance in uh-huh. this chase. Uh, yeah, Noodles has been running very quickly. You guys are currently trying to cross a river, which I need to 
uh, have you each roll dexterity checks for? Well, first I need to gather reeds before that are by the water before we cross this river. I will get them. <laughs> you guys are gathering material. <laughs> I might need them later. She handed me a thing okay. a minute ago. Yeah, you cast fog cloud. The thing you said about the thorns coming out, and I was yeah. like, damn, if I had known that 15 minutes ago, I would have just not grabbed that. This forest is filling with fog at an enormous rate that's just erupting from you guys. <laughs> behind um, me, behind me. I got to yeah, pick the no, spot where I, it came I understand. From. You, you, uh, so you're currently standing on the banks of a very small stream as a horde of, let's call them randy creatures. Let's call them randies. Mm-hmm. Are rose quickly... randies, though. Pardon? Are they rose randies? Or... Yeah, they're, they're rose and stone randies. And uh, also just trees that are starting to like erupt from the ground and like snap. Are the stones entirely made of stones or the stone people? Because originally I was picturing stones with like thorny bodies, and then I realized that made no sense. No, that is what it is. The okay. Stone on top, and then, thorny creature. See, whenever you grab oh. that, before got, you said that, I was thinking I wanted one. I got attacked by a rose bush the other day. Pissed me off. <laughs> one rose head, one stony monsters. Head. There you go. So 120 feet. That's an insane amount of distance that you are currently uh, engulfing in fog. And you just see glowing red eyes that don't seem terribly afflicted. By by the uh, by the fog. Just the one pair, or all of the pairs, glowing red eyes. All of them. Okay. You, you see a know. massive amount of glowing red eyes that are appearing through the fog. Well, I feel better not seeing most of them though. And with yeah. that, we're going oh, to take a very little break. Hi, this is a little ad break where I just want to say thanks for listening to this, the first episode of Muppets and Mind Flayers, a role for story podcast. We are going to be trying to put these out a little bit more frequently in the future. Um, Roll for Story, we've got a few different programs that you can check out from all of our Dungeon Masters. Uh, I host a couple. Um, Our friend Corey hosts some as well. Um, Our friend Sam is also a Dungeon Master and we'll be posting things and we may have some other surprises along the way. Please follow us on Twitter. Um, That's the only one that really matters. Just kidding. Uh, There's also an Instagram, I think there's a Facebook, and pretty soon you'll be able to check out our website. So uh, stay posted, follow us on social media. Um, In some places we're collaborative storytelling, but predominantly we're Roll for Story, all one word. That's Roll for Story. I hope you enjoy the rest of this audio entertainment. You came upon a little stream. You're currently at said stream. There are some reeds. <laughs> there's also some, uh, uh, there's an otter oh. that's fishing, but with a fishing pole. Mm. Hey guys. Hello, hello. Well, what you doing? It's a foggy night. Yeah, we created the fog. We're trying to run away from the forest. What? The forest is that we angered the forest and it's coming to attack us. I didn't do anything to anger the forest. Did you step inside the ring of the the garden of the lord of the forest? I certainly did not. Oh shit, man. I bet you probably did on some level. No, I did not. Look, that guy's not very reasonable. Well, he I mean, that I can tell you that. I may have. I was trying to talk offended. to him, but I wasn't trying to take anything. What? I may have, but I was just trying to get to know him. Did you both bow? I did. Both of you? 
I'm just saying, that guy, he likes his respect. Oh shit, I think I see him rising over that crest. He's covering the moon. Do you have any ideas to where we could go? Where, uh, uh, yeah, hey, you know, I do know a place. My friend, Mr. Badger. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, his name's Frank, but, but yeah. we call him Mr. Badger. It's, it's not even his last name. <laughs> But you know, uh, he's he's a badger. Take us in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you show us or tell us how to get there, please? Maybe. <laughs> For the right price. Uh, I don't have much. What is the right price? Um. Hmm. Well, see, I I I I haven't seen a a fine a goose feather in a while, and I I really like uh, archery. And fishing, obviously. And I, I'd like mm-hmm. to get some of those goose feathers for my lures. Ladies? <laughs> Roll an intimidation check. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eleven. try to talk them into it. I don't know. They're NPCs, even though they're your <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't think they were going to have a problem with it. Um, and... With an 11, I don't think they do have a problem necessarily with it. Uh, how many how many feathers are you wanting there, guy? And what's he giving us? A safe place to hide from the forest. I mean, I'll be honest, I can use like a sack of them. Are you going to put me in a hole? We are going to go in a hole. But, but what else is in the hole? I mean, it's a house. He's got like an oven and usually he's got tea. Would my snuffleupagus fit in there? Oh, a snuffleupagus? Yes, like I can't leave him exposed. Pro- probably not. I've never heard of one of those things. It's it's this guy here. His name is Noodles. Oh, uh, hi there, Noodles. How many feathers? I need like a bag of them, man. Well, That's... I don't know that I can give you a bag of them, but I can probably shake out. I don't know. Depends on what what he's just put gonna put us Look, in a hole. I need a goose worth of feathers. I'm just putting it out there. I don't care if they walk around naked for a few months. They all look shocked. Yes, yes, yes. Shh. We we care, and uh, I got clothes. So you can wear some clothes. They, they still asking a lot. They must fly. Now now, do you want some down that they can spare or not? Yeah, or I want the promise of thirty gold. Can you... well, I'll take that as a down payment and some feathers. I don't. Look, I, I drive can't a hard bargain. Okay? Off against their coming. <clears throat> Your goose. What? What else comes? What else comes with us going into this hole with you? I, I mean, nothing else. I, I'm, I'm, I'm offering you payment in exchange for me hiding you guys. And look, that thing is looking at us right now. You see this terrible eye is starting to emerge from the Lord of the Forest's inner bark. <clears throat> but, but it's red, bleary, and psychedelic. And you both need to roll a sanity on. check. Roll another sanity well. check. Shit. Nineteen. Gotta yes. be honest, Emmett's running rolling a sanity check too. <clears throat> Who? Uh, no one. Uh-oh, Kim. Oh! <laughs> what did you roll? A one. Uh, yay! It happened! 
Uh, you lose your fucking mind. Like you go, you go just bananas in like a Herbie kind of way. Um, Herbie goes bananas. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you like your eyes bulge out of your head, and you just start like grabbing random things and start attacking people. Uh, roll a d twenty. You get a saving throw. By BT does. Seventeen. You got a saving throw. Against what? Against her um, uh, swords coming at you. Oh, shit. Five. <laughs> you were unsuccessful. Um, what's your armor class, currently? Okay. Fourteen. Roll a d12. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you strike a glancing blow and kind of, like, knock him off his feet, but you're undamaged. Okay. Uh, you notice that this small otter is uh, currently uh, running at uh, both of you with his uh, fishing pole. What, like and a there's fight? Like a, there's like a full-blown fish attached to it, too. <laughs> yeah, and he's like swinging it around his head. <clears throat> Lizzie, you can try in action. I can't guarantee that uh, what you uh, do will matter. Um, also, you hear a strange <coughs> chanting noise and the sound of tribal drums that are uh, pounding in your head. Can I try... If the range is touched, can I still use it on myself? I don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, you could try physician healing thyself, but I, I think you'd need to have a pretty impressive d20 roll yeah. on this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try that. Again. I uh, entangle against... Bastards coming at us. <clears throat> so it's a 90 foot square. So you're casting 90 feet, like, out of way, line of sight, to, um, like, the red eyes you yeah. see emerging from fog. Well, you know, from, if, if, I, if I am me, and they are over there, then from someplace slightly <clears throat> before where they are, to backwards. Yeah, you're currently at this little stream. You guys haven't crossed. You are going to collect some. Reeds how far do you think they are? How far are the R's? The eyes. <clears throat> uh, I would say they're thirty feet away. They're closing distance, but they're in a uh, fog that extends back one hundred twenty feet. How wide's the stream? Five feet. How deep does it look? Pretty deep, but like kind of like lose your foot in it, kind of deep. Like lose your shoe. Can't see the bottom though. Uh, you can in places. There's like limestone and like cracked uh, sediment in the area. How? Let's go. As long as my mad mind will let me. <laughs> God, she's mad. Noodles. Can noodles pick her up and take her? Uh, let's see if noodles pass that that saving throw. I really should have done that the first time. He does. Yeah, yeah, let's let's get both these guys out of here. We yeah, need to get that, that otter to tell us where that hole was. Forget you the can't otter. Go in the hole. Forget the otter. Look, I'll get in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they all want me to go in the hole? <laughs> Look, if he grabs you by his trunk. Flailing arms, flailing arms, flailing arms. Yeah, flailing yeah. he's like shaking you with the, with your flailing arms. Not <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Noodles, we just need to get out of here. What do you mean, out of here? We walked for like two days in this forest. How are we going to get out of here? Because the forest can't last forever. We just keep going. I, I, 
But, like, there's more of them than there are of us. Look at that tree. He points to a tree directly next to you. It's, like, alive and, like, trying to bite So you. the other side of the stream is filled with them, too, and they're coming at us from that side, I mean, too. I can't see those trees that clearly. Can I we see are those surrounded trees? in fog right now. Fairy light. I don't see eyes. Fairy fire. Fairy fire. Fairy fire. That is a prime situation to cast fairy fire. In a range of 60 feet, you cast a, a glowing 20-foot cube of... Uh, so, like, what, which which uh, tree are you casting this on? Across the stream. Just I want, like I want, trees I want it all lit cube. up over there so I can see what's happening. I mean, you can't just generally cast it like an, an area. You can cast it like a uh, like more cube. broad 20-foot area. Any creature outlined in the area. You kind of cast it at a material object. So, I mean, you could cast it at, like, the trees in that area. Or, like, That's what, what you doing. see standing there. Yeah. Any attack roll against it. I don't um, trust myself really right now, but... You can choose really the color of the opposed to... I did. There are some, aren't there? Freaking did, yeah. But... I made sure. You choose the color of the aura, by the way. Green. Green? Okay, yeah. So you, you see the trees are outlined in a in a green thing. And yeah, some of them are, uh, not all of them, but some of them have uh, kind of floppy head things that are emerging with like root thorns and stuff toward the base of the root system. I can also try that. Oh, for fuck's sake, just take us to the badger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's, let's try shaking this otter awake. Oh, he's a, what happened what? to him? Huh? What happened to him? Well, he went insane. Look, he's trying to stab oh. him. Oh, trying to shake him back to he's sanity. He's got his no. fish hooks out, and like apparently he was wearing a little hat before they had a bunch of fish hooks, and he's like trying to stab the trunk. Oh, God. So you've got them both? Yeah, I, kind of, but not for long. I'm not that strong. Get the... I've also got, only got 12 armor something? class. I'm, like, bleeding. I got... I don't know. I got, I'm afraid to mess something up. Lizzie, until you take an action, could you roll a d20? Yeah. Thanks. Ten. Ten? Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, um, you strike a glancing blow off of your friend, Noodles. Hmm. It's a hard moment, but it happens. Can we get to the Badger's house by following the stream, or are we not going to be near water? It's unclear where the badger's house is. Could I try? You don't know. I mean, the otter, we can't really talk to him. Could I try water you breathing? Could. You could. He could. And then just getting in the water. Roll and then at the least we're further away from. What? Water breathing? To help get us away from so the onslaught of trees. So it's only about five foot. Um, also, he very badly resists his madness and, like, uh, um, Attacks slashing out. And is unsuccessful in striking at anyone. Um, yeah. Sorry. I could just kind of want to forget the otter. And just try to water breathe away. Or I don't know if I should try like a barrage before we... Up to ten people? Mm-hmm. Willing creatures. Hmm. And it's thirty feet. I get us thirty feet away. Yeah, she's... Fucking nutty. So you're just casting that on all of the creatures and emer. It, so it's not very. I talked to Snuffy about it. Or I talked to Noodles about it. So you want to cast 
And I breathe water on all of us and follow the stream. Yeah. You got a better idea, kid? There's trees everywhere else. And if we at least get under the water and get the fuck out of here a little quickly, maybe we can... I know, but it's not that deep. I'm not going to be underwater very often. Well... Plus it's only like five feet across. I don't know if it's I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. We can try it. I mean, I'll try a wind wall. That seems the least yeah, dangerous. You can try and fight the insan- insanity. Fight the insanity! Has a range of 120 feet. It lasts to one minute. It's 50 feet high, 15 feet. Or 50 feet long, 15 feet high. <clears throat> one foot thick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you managed to uh, create a barrier between the oncoming cloud of fog and the fog seems to even be buffeted against this uh, magical barrier that you're creating of wind and if i conjure a barrage would it be able to pierce through the wind and does being away from the eyes see the barrage help now regain my sanity uh now this this would require an additional sanity check diplomacy is always the answer Mm -hmm. don't you forget it what is she taking an action right now? <clears throat> well, she's already taken an action. So created action a wind wall that's only good for one minute. Turns to you. Who are you trying to charm? The Lord of the Forest. I say with Read big googly the, eyes. Uh, the first sentence. Humanoid. There. I read it. He's humanoid. He's got eyeballs. He's anthropomorphic. Yeah. And he's got one hallucinogenic eye that he was opening. Ah, uh, humanoid. He talks. He walks. Yeah. He has an eye. Up and moving around, yo. Humanoid implies that they have like arms and legs and eyes and. He has like, roots for legs. No, it doesn't. He has a yes, torso. That is, that is what a humanoid is. <laughs> oh, a humanoid he is has like branches a human, for arms. A dwarf, an elf, a tiefling, like that kind of stuff. Not and necessarily. It, he's an eldritch horror. I mean, you can try casting it. It's going to be a very high level of difficulty. You need to get a twenty to make that work. I'm just going to be clear. I, I'm going to say it's it's functional. It's something that you can try. Why not try it? What's the worst that can happen? Right. That's why I did it, you know? Yeah, go for it. I do it. I, I Roll try. a d20. A d20? See if that's successful. In fact, roll it twice. I dare you. 17. <laughs> 10. Okay. How do you try to uh, charm this person? Do you just cast the spell, or do you try to say anything? You wave your hands about in a magical manner. I do that, and I bow in the direction of the Lord of the Forest. And then I wait for just a second and see if anything happens before I stand back up and look up there again. I'm doing it. All around this wind wall, you see tendrils of what looks like light just immediately plunge into the ground, um, and you see them come up through the soil and up through the riverbed, and uh, you, you see these tendrils kind of flailing around like little uh, terrifying fingers that kind of erupt from the ground all around you. So does it seem like I did not charm him? <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear at the moment. Uh... You see twisting roots and stuff start to uh, emerge from the ground. Not unlike the spell you just cast. Wait. Entangle. Like, entangle? But they're coming towards us? Yes. 
I mean, if they seem to be attacking us, I feel like I might as well. Roll a d20 two well, times. Because these checks are... Technically, I didn't come up from my bow yet, and I'm kind of peeking around down, down <laughs> in the bow. Just uh, like, there's just, like, fingers that are, like, openly, like, touching your face. Well, yeah. I, I let them touch. And I don't do a thing, and I just stand there looking around. Everybody else is fucking insane, and I'm all alone in the middle of the goddamn forest with Randy's everywhere. What do you Does expect? protection from energy, can that include insanity? This guy cannot have even a moment of lucidity. <laughs> What's your armor class again? The otter is like trying to maul your face off. Oh, okay. but like Mine? Yeah. What? You get a saving throw. It's not a big deal. Lizzie, did you roll a... <laughs> Ranger Granger, did you, did you roll a sanity saving throw? I have not, no. What happened yeah. to Noodles? Noodles is just kind of like watching everything that's happening in horror. Doesn't he's not he insane. Have the Ten. guy? He's an NPC. He's 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 not like a prime mover. Ten? Ten. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you so managed to resist your insanity for a moment. Hey, what did you cast on me that made it go away? <laughs> <laughs> and do I have that spell? Because I don't remember what the hell that was. Oh golly. It's gotta be a level two or higher. Uh, dispel magic in this case it's an insanity throw it's more what's happening inside you than something that's well, yeah so what do you use what i mean was it healing in some way lesser restoration what number is it a three it's or a two? level two what was it called again lesser restoration lesser restoration ah, 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 ah. i do that who do you cast it on on ranger granger you touch a creature and can end touch either one disease or one condition afflicting it. So yeah, yeah that's so a druid and a ranger ability. Yes, it is. What a convenient situation that <laughs> these two characters are in a situation that they can easily heal each other. Physician heal each other. What? Physicians what? <laughs> heal each other? Go ahead. Uh, again. Are you still insane? No. You're not? It's all good. That's Hooray! Good. Thank you. You both earn an inspiration point just for interacting with each other. Because you don't have your motives. Yet. Have we not been interacting this whole You basically get to roll an extra d20 Ooh. to like save yourself. Nice. And you get to hold on to that, use it at any time. That's not a thing I'll remember, but nice. You only get to use it once per session. Oh, and it goes away? Yeah. You can hold on to it for as long as you want, but you can only use it once. But I, I don't have to use it tonight. No. Okay. I mean, if you can use it once per session, you might as well. Are there, are there still fingers touching my face? Yeah. Are they hurting me? Yeah, and an otter is trying to maul your face off. Yeah, I don't, you I a saving I don't know that. about the otter. So what do I have to do? Roll a d10. What'd you get? No. I got a one. Oh, no. Yeah, the otter starts ripping into... Uh, uh, green fur and uh, like deals you five points of damage. Can I hit him? Yeah, I hit him. <laughs> How? <laughs> With my staff. What noise do you make as you do that? <laughs> what if you're a Muppet war cry? <laughs> whack! 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 <laughs> whack! Roll a d20. <laughs> well, actually, roll, roll like a d10. Roll that d10 again. Okay. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you you deal ten <laughs> points of damage on him. 
Does he stop? Is he still attacking? Yeah. Uh, no, no. He he's kind of back down. Let's see if he can actually beat a uh, sanity roll. Nope. Uh, he is uh, flying into a rage still. Uh, like kind of like he throws his fishing rod just like around. He's uh, <laughs> like pulling out his own hair. He's like freaking out. It's, it's, but is he still attacking, or is he just yeah, attacking and, himself? Yeah, and, and muttering in a in a strange foreign language. Uh, you actually don't have the turn at the moment. You're technically so in he's combat. on Zorzo. Yeah. Also, one of these tendrils has, like, fully erupted from the ground, and it's huge, and it's just flailing in the air. Uh, and you see that the Lord of the Forest's eye is, like, right up above you. I'm still bowing, even though all this is happening. <laughs> In the midst so, of whacking this guy with the staff and everything you're uh, bowing. Dude, yeah. <laughs> whack, 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 whack. Just like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, if I want to do a barrage and attack the What's others, your... or just get my swords and help you with the otter? You got your choice. Lord of the Forest is also currently above you. Yeah. What, what were you. What's your arm. What's your HP right now? Or your hit points? 14. What did you start out with? 14. Didn't you get two points of damage? No. When did I get two points of damage? Cycling. Oh, when he was ripping the fur? Yeah. I did not hear you say that. You need a pencil, don't you? Um, I'll do it Mm. on this one. It's fine. Might be good to just roll with a tally. If you sleep a whole night, you get full restoration. That's pretty generous, but it works well for podcasts. So, are you wanting to cast a barrage or uh, fly into action with your swords? As a small Muppet bird. The tendrils still haven't hurt me. It's just this damn otter. I'd like to do a cordon of arrows. Plant four pieces, four arrows into the ground. So, until the spell, it lasts eight hours, so until the spell ends, whenever creature other than myself comes within. Oh shoot, does that just cover me? It's a range of five feet, so that should be able to cover the three of us, right? So then nobody can get within 30 feet of us? If I could, like, not include the otter, that would be... Other than you, comes within 30 feet of the imp. I mean, you're surrounded by, like, the Lord of the Forest coming into, like, your circle. So is it too late it's, like, for that? on your space. I guess I'll do the barrage of arrows and... No. What are you doing it toward, exactly? But you said they're not attacking you, so... I shouldn't anger them, so I'll try to stop the otter. So I'll go for the otter, because he's the one currently attacking him. Oh god, with arrows? <laughs> <laughs> he's taken a pretty serious hit already. You, you see, he's, uh, he's, he's bleeding glittery blood. Um, he's a Muppet too? Yeah. I was wondering he's that earlier. He's a Muppet! He actually has a brief moment of lucidity. <laughs> hey! And he says, uh, look... I'm not always like this. I have a jug band, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, we're not trying to hurt you if you stop trying to hurt us. I, 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 I didn't mean to. I, I can't control myself. Yeah, I could do less of restoration on him. Uh, he, he returns to full sanity. Yeah. Thanks, uh, guys. Thanks, guys! Again... Uh, he looks real scary up there, and I'm getting oh touched my God. by Oh my god, he tentacles. is right above us. Yeah, but again, like, 
I didn't do anything to hurt him or his garden, and I only took the rose bush because he started freaking out on us, and I went insane when I looked at him, and I'll give him the rose bush back if he'll just not... I don't know what's going on. The otter is, like, bowing up and down, like, profusely. Um, he, he's clearly not insane, but he's cowering. Uh, is this is this tree guy going to kill us? Uh, I've never I've never heard of him doing anything less. So he usually kills people. A lot of the time, yeah. I don't think we're getting out of this alive. But I planted uh uh um what's the damn what's the walnut? You did yeah. what? What? You're not supposed to do that. You crossed into the wood. I did not cross the... into the circle garden. This is I planted the only it outside of it. This is the only Archaeopteryx forest in the world. It's the last of the ancient forests. So what's wrong with planting something? You, you can't taint that forest. That walnut's going to like kill most of the, the trees in that area. He's, he's the last of his kind. The last like shepherd of the, of the Archaeopteryx. I can't pronounce it right. I'm trying not to say the bird. Well, I didn't do that on purpose and he doesn't um, know that i tried to tell him i did it in his honor can i go ahead and cure their wounds yeah and she can help you i'm going to try to heal your wounds mm, thank you you're welcome i don't have any mistletoe so i can't make any good berries seven yeah he heals uh two hit points mm. we're back up to 14. Hey, hey. and the otter uh, it actually passes action now. Okay. Yeah. Since you're still technically in combat. Yeah. Yeah. The trees are still glowing with fairy fire, and uh, you you see that there's like maybe some animals that are kind of like creeping around behind the trees, just watching what's happening. Yeah, I didn't do that fairy fire to hurt you either. I just did it so I could see. Just yeah. saying. It doesn't say anything. Uh, it just, like, keeps, like, glowing and, like, you see the colors, like, moving in and out of it, uh, each other. <sighs> Twilight Zone thing, but out of a big Sauron eye. Coming out of a white wood. I see that I've still got the vine in my hand and I, I, I put it down on the ground and, and do that with it. Uh, it, it only uh, seems to get more enraged and uh, you see the tendrils start like uh, attacking things uh, like one like grabs you by the by the throat you do get a saving roll on it though Let's see if you can like interpose a spell or um... is that a five or a six five I think yeah you do manage to, to interpose your staff to prevent yourself from choking um and like it, it can't fully grasp itself around it any ideas there's a slowly opening maw that seems to be erupting from the eye itself strangely the eye uh, of the big tree? threatening to swallow you guys whole yeah i mean um, your geese could probably carry you away <clears throat> so you'd be safe deus ex geesima <laughs> uh-huh they could a Newton fly, but what about noodles? Yeah, that's the... I don't want to leave him. Honestly, I can only fly short distances. Emmett turns to you guys. He's like, listen. The only way we're getting out of this is if you sacrifice me. 
he gives you a bone knife. He's like, look, I don't like this any more than you guys do, but you, you got to cut me open and plant something in me. Plant something in you? Yeah. I don't know. Something. That bush you put down. But... See that little sapling over there? Plant that in me. What's that going to do? It's it's going to save you guys. He's got to leave us alone. Leave you alone. And then go back and dig up that walnut. I'm telling you, man. Materials. Uh, mistletoe, not just any leaf. Just promise me that you'll remember me. Uh... He just gestures at both of you. <laughs> See, both of the choice. Sounds terrible, but it also sounds like... <laughs> This is partly resulting from you guys being in a chase and then just stopping. <laughs> like, just, like, <laughs> dead stopping when, like, this terrible eldritch horror is, like, closing in on you. It I was... took a millisecond to gra- <laughs> grab my reeds. I grab the rose bush and I simultaneously cast this. What are you casting it at? The rose bush in my hand. What do you mean? Is that not what that means? No. So so a thorn whip just like emerges from your hand. Then why does it say I need a material? Oh, well, I mean... I just have to have that on my yeah, person? Yeah, you have that on your person. It disappears the minute that you make the spell. What? The whip disappears? Yeah, after you've made the spell. Okay, so... It, okay. Covered in thorns, lashes out at your command toward a creature in range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make a melee spell attack against the target. If to the sacrifice? Hits, the creature no, takes 1d6 piercing damage. Or maybe a large <laughs> enough creature to carry away noodles. Large or smaller, you pull the creature again, up I don't to think 10 we're gonna feet have enough closer to you. For this. Uh, well, either your thoughts or mine, and it seems like a good option. Because my second option... What are you guys talking about? Take this dagger. <laughs> He's going to kill us all. Do it. I like to cast Conjure Animals. Specifically, large animals of flight that could carry us away. If you get a pigeon, I'm sacrificing that. <laughs> that pigeon. No, we don't care what it is. I was also considering if we could start a fire, you could hold the little rose bush as a hostage and kind of like back away slow. <laughs> there you go. Well, I can cast fire. Either of us can do that. Uh, the more beasts that you create, the lower their challenge rating is against like another animal. Um, for like defense and they fall into a certain table of creatures here um, so you're trying to conjure a large bird yeah okay so you have the choice one beast of challenge rating two or lower two beasts of challenge rating one or lower okay so two or lower that would presumably include your your giant bird just based on that could carry size. well there's like noodles. giant vulture is one actually so one beast of giant so you can conjure two giant birds so one could carry noodles and the other could carry the rest of us i don't know if noodles could easily be carried by a giant bird how about two He's giant birds heavy. two giant vultures i mean and you guys? No. Are you just trying to uh, Operation Dumbo Drop your, 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 yes. your elephant? Yes. Movie's a classic. It should okay, be. Okay, I, I need to take a look at some stats on this because uh, th- these are like established animals. How many geese would it take to lift a smaller Muppet? Pardon? 
What so can like, his if geese they're giant lift? eagles, for example, their strength is a 16 plus 3. And, like, animals that fly aren't great at taking on a whole lot of extra weight. Um, it would be a pretty... I thought eagles could carry... Rough. Yeah, because when we turned More into eagles, we... Yeah, but... No, I'm talking in real life. Really. My game. Eagles can pick up, like, mice and, like, Eagles birds. hunt big fish in the water. Yeah, but, I've like, seen pictures of birds, giant know, fish in their but, like, talons. A, a, a huge fish, like, in, in, like, weight relation to, like, a couple of them trying to pick up an elephant... Is like kind Whoa, of a, a magical fucking elephant. Like, can't we? A we muppet. Some He's of... made out of fluff. Yeah, there's that too. We're made of fluff. <laughs> We're made of fluff. I, I, I understand on a principle level. However, it... We're made of fluff. Uh, I, I'm going to say this is a very, very big challenge. He's a challenge level four. He's, he's like on another tier of like. And there large is six, animals. you said, so that should be. Yes. Yeah, but they still adhere to like the the basic um, principles of a of an animal. You gotta um, save a snuffleupagus. Pardon? You gotta save a snuffleupagus. I understand. I need you to get a nineteen or higher on a d twenty roll for these to successfully do this. Have to get a what? Nineteen or higher. Yes. Which means twenty. I did not get that. You have a, a couple eagles who are manifested above you, and they are a, currently fending off and attacking the eye, um, and it does seem temporarily preoccupied. Though, in their attempt to pick up the Snuffleupagus, they are thoroughly unsuccessful. One of the aspects of these animals is that they like constantly attack uh, like monsters and other creatures that are directly in your vicinity. I also have silence. Think we can sneak away during that? This thing's kind of like a beholder, okay. but without the rays and the ability to. But like, whatever attack. you do find, I can do the. Uh, I do the roar of the monster. This gives a plus five bonus to the next attack each of your allies within sixty feet makes. Don't tell me. Tell them. That's what I'm, do- I'm, I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Okay. As long as they do so in the next minute. Additionally, any ally that makes a wisdom or charisma saving throw in the next minute does so with advantage. Ah! <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> See, if I actually had a puppet in my hand, there would have been more shaking, which would have made my voice automatically do the shaky thing. Yeah. We'll get there. Can I, can I that see was that the first one. Yeah. Monster. Yes. I don't know if I've ever done a Muppet Yell before. <laughs> I think it would go another like note higher too, maybe. I have to check levels on that shit. I can I think I can see Five it. Five plus the next attack each of your allies within sixty feet makes. And I, I am going to say that those eagles technically count, so you can buff those eagles. Yeah. There were and, other animals. And anyone else within the sixty foot range. Polar bears and Plesiosaurus. And did you see the list? No. We pulled that list up. Oh. So Emmett... Uh, that was a small list, too. Emmett turned... Well, these are just examples, but they, they give you kind of a general sense of, of where, you're, where you're looking. Can you see it? Yeah. Emmett turns to you guys and he's like, look, you, you guys made a good distraction. See, he's, he's distracted. Sneak away. And we're still covered in fog. And yeah. And they were distracted with the birds. I mean, I don't know that 
the otter's idea about the sacrifice, sacrifice is a bad idea either. And you can conjure it yourself being a frog right now too. And I can cut that frog open and put that plant right there in it. And then we'd be okay, I bet. But who knows? I've been trying to go the diplomatic way and not kill anything. But, you know, yeah. we are chaotic after all. Look, we can get away now. You guys don't have to kill me anymore. Mm. Okay, so then I can do silence. We weren't going to kill you. Weren't you? No. We'll talk later. Silence. silence. There we go. Ah. Ah. Oh, I'm using that one. You don't have that one. You don't have that one? one? Mm. I can't do it with other people. Well, it says touch. Which means you can't use it on yourself. Hmm. Creatures are deafened while entirely inside. You step it. into a stone object or surface large enough to fully contain your body. Oh. Hmm. Man, that's a useful spell. Shit. So can I get us 120 feet away? Uh, I mean, you probably can run that distance. And are you going to like cast that on the place that you're coming from? Yeah. So like cast it where you are and then run. Mm-hmm. Or do you run and then cast it? You have. That's gonna make a difference. Well, you would want you would want the range of it to be from where you are into where you're going. Yeah, so you cast it and run, wouldn't you? Because they distracted and went silently. Casting. You got your choice. Go like three different ways to do it. I think this is just about style, Kim. It's gonna say you make your choice. So I'll cast it and run. So um, yeah, you are deaf at the moment, and uh, apparently casting a spell that has a verbal component is now. Uh, impossible. However, there is no sound, and you guys can no longer talk to each other. Now, you can no longer talk to each other. You can maybe mime stuff, but they're miming a lot. Uh, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I think they're miming climbing. Um, we are now on noodles. She understood what I was mm. saying. Okay. You guys somehow mimed climbing onto Noodles. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. Not so okay. Noodles is totally unclear as to what he's doing. No, he... We're connected. Fortunately, this spell doesn't require uh, a verbal component, but they cast Long Strider, which is one action. Um, he based... So, uh, uh, Zorzo just touches Noodles. It lasts for an hour, um, and uh, he gets an added speed boost. Technically, he's already operating under a speed boost, so I, I suppose that puts his speed at 60 miles per hour. It's ridiculous. He's, he's like, uh, uh, speeding out like a car now, but also, like, uh, kind of striking trees on his way. After I jumped. Right. I think, I think, I think he is a Snuffleupagus. Yeah, Snuffy is a Snuffleupagus is, in the yes. same way Noodles sure is a Snuffleupagus. I am positive. Snuffleupagus. And I used to think it was Snuffleupagus too, but it is He's... Snuffleupagus. I've looked it up multiple times. Big Bird's best friend, yeah. Yeah. Mister. Silently so, run away. Noodles is like hightailing it, um, and Emmett's with you guys too. Yeah. And uh, you guys come to the edge of the forest, and suddenly the trees have changed to ash and holly and. Oak. Um, Mistletoe? Uh, no oak yet. Uh, there, there's a couple, like, you? poplar trees, like, off in the distance on a little hill, but you can actually, like, see through the forest now, and you're, you're not surrounded by those ancient trees. Well, that's nice. And on that, we're gonna leave it for the night on a cliffhanger. Kind of, not really a cliffhanger, <laughs> you guys <laughs> evaded, uh, a 
pretty pretty bad situation by uh, distracting an eye with <laughs> some uh, non-corporeal eagles. Yeah. As you do. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they were giant birds, so they they really could have been anything. I just based them on the stats of the giant eagle for both of my charm fails. Charm spells fail. Yes, he's not a humanoid. Like, there just are things that aren't humanoids. <laughs> there are that. things that aren't humanoids. Yes. But they're... I think that your <laughs> definition of humanoid is skewed. I think that, like, almost anyone would say that a tree entity that, like... Randys were humanoid. And he's the now, king of the Randys. You're the one that brought the word Randy into it. I, if you would have just left it at your first... I don't script. think that Randys are humanoid either. Yes, they were. No. Yes, they were. Look, that game operates very differently the than... Randall the Randall Dungeons and Dragons. My, my game was much more forgiving <laughs> in a lot of regards. You, you guys should have died. <laughs> I want to be very clear about that. I mean, so the whole point of him was he was just a, a, a villain. Just Who? a... a a monster? Who? The tree guy. The Lord of the... With the garden. So, I mean, not to give you guys too big of a peek behind the curtain, but uh, he's he's an old god. You know, he, he has nothing but disdain um, for things that don't, like, basically, you know, uh, kiss his ass. I kissed his ass, though. I know you did. Yeah, you didn't but we insulted him first. I did, too. It's, I know, but initially? it's 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 like it's like pissing off Zeus, you know? It's like... You're gonna get thunderbolted whether you do the right thing ultimately or not, because they just like decided that they don't like you. Um, you know that that's that's how like Poseidon operates the minute that Odysseus um, like kills the Cyclops. Like it doesn't matter like whoa, what what he does. Like Poseidon's going to like just like hound him to the ends of the earth. Um, yeah. <laughs> So thanks everybody for uh, listening. If you were listening, <laughs> I guess if you're listening, then you're definitely listening. I'm gonna I'm take gonna that again. What? <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it. Fair enough. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this is Cameron signing off. Uh, everybody, uh, do you have any passing thoughts, parting thoughts? I'm gonna give a very brief summary of, of what <laughs> happened. Maybe I should do that first, and then we'll go to passing parting thoughts. So. You guys were traversing through a forest that you'd been traversing through before. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you uh, gathered some material objects for your spells. You gathered some cricket legs, right? Yep. Grasshopper legs. Yeah, Grasshopper <laughs> legs for jumping. Uh, uh, you used most of the material components from your spells, right? Aside from maybe the twigs. Yeah, I didn't use the twigs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a little afraid to use the twigs now. Really? I got a magic rose bush, so we're, we got some stuff to play with. Didn't you set that down? I picked it back up again, remember? I do not remember that part, but we have an objective record. Yes, there is. <laughs> I tried to use thorn whip with it, remember? I yes. did not end up using thorn whip, Okay. Okay. but I had the roses in my hand again. That's fair. And the, the, yeah, uh, they, they gathered some material objects for their spells, found uh, 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 a rosy little garden area and some bizarre trees that are archaic and an arcane god-like creature. The lord of the forest met a little otter while trying to retreat who uh, went insane uh, along with the rest of the characters. 
Yeah, and uh, got in a little conflict with each other for a minute there, and managed to escape on the back of a uh, beast, having cast a ridiculous amount of spells <laughs> using a bunch of dirt and uh, touching each other repeatedly to make themselves uh, not insane. Yeah, and... Uh, Muppet managed touching. Managed to evade the Lord of the Forest by by casting... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Ranger Granger was able to evade the Lord of the Forest as a, with the group by casting uh, uh, Summoning of a Creature... So are the trees independently magical or just the Lord of the Trees? And the the Lord of the Forest has a magical eminence that is present in all the trees from the detect magic early on. But you guys escaped. You're at the eaves of the forest, but there's still like a lot of woodland between you and uh, Carcosa. You can distantly see the Lake of Holly. Uh, Till next time. Thanks be to the hand, does a force within us all that guides our actions and speaks through all Muppet-born. All Muppet. Well, we can't top that. Have a nice uh, life, everybody. This, this is, is Roll, Roll for, for story. story. Yeah, boss, this is Roll for Story. Well, this is getting to like a PBS kids level where we've Mine got like a thousand stings, so...